With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Barack Obama, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. And if you keep listening, you will be audited. Let me be clear. Don't forget, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. When the Kimmer was asked to name all the presidents, yeah. he responded, I thought yeah. they already had names. <laughs> the Kimmer Show <laughs> on tough News crowd. Radio 1067. Thank you. Very tough crowd. Tough crowd. Yeah, baby. 12.04. How's it going? Wednesday. We want to hear from you today on News Radio 1067. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Here's that number. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. We'll talk debate. Democrats, Republicans, a whole deal. First, and welcome back, John Boy, back from his uh, deathbed. There, uh, Good Lord, thank you. Yeah, guys. not uh, not a happy time, huh? That was dreadful. That yeah. was the sickest I've ever been. Was it the flu or uh, poisoning or what? Anybody? It was just a stomach virus, gastroenteritis. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, we don't want to know any more about it. No, no, it's good. I understand. Uh, welcome back. Thanks, Hangman, thank for you. a yeoman job filling in, and Brett, who helped out, and Bree, and the whole gang here. So we pull it together under uh, whatever circumstances here at News Radio 1067. This is Leona Lewis. It was on this day in 2009. A man was waiting in line to get an autograph from Leona Lewis in London when he suddenly jumped on a line and punched her in the face. <laughs> Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so they wanted an autograph. When do you want it? Right now, damn it. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Gee, I don't really think that's a, you know, the sugar and fly honey thing. It's not, you know, it really works better. But don't punch her in the face first. I don't know. Why. God, it sounds like some kind of Arab dating program. <laughs> yeah, go up to the woman you like to punch in the face the most and give her a good slug, and that's your girl for the night. There you go. Oh, my. Like how, I 12.06. Couple of birthdays. Actor John Seda from Homicide Life on the Street, 45. TV personality Stacy Keebler uh, dancing with the stars. You know that person? She was a wrestler. Oh, she, oh, is that right? She I was a WWE I've wrestler. I've never seen that show, Dancing with the Stars. She's 36, Stacy Keebler. And comedian Jay Farrow from Saturday Night Live is 28, among other things. All right, 1206 is on to the Kimmer, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Uh, black coffee means you're a psycho. That story coming up. The uh, $2, $5 million photo coming up. Everything is free from the Democrats. Also, I, you know, we'll talk, what did you think of the, of, did you watch the debate, any parts of it? You've heard the sound bites. You may have seen some quips uh, if you watch in television news early in the morning before you go to work or whatever. Uh, your reaction, uh, we'd love to hear from you. 844-404-1067. It seemed to me that Jim, now Jim Webb, I remember him from back in the 80s. Uh, he was a, uh, he's a decorated Vietnam vet. He was the Navy secretary. He was the secretary, I think he was the head of the VA for a while. And he's been a politician, and he, the whole night, it looked like he was trying to hold back a fart. I mean, if, <laughs> I mean, don't you, I mean, did you see his, I mean, it's like, it's like, 
No, I can't move. Really, I can't walk over there right now. Oh man! I mean, it's a whole cow. And it's you know, his claim to fame was that was that he he uh, killed the uh, the slow uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Vietnamese soldier uh, Viet Cong had tried to kill him. Oh, and that was his big claim to fame. Well, my enemy, that guy tried to hit me with a grenade. I've got him. He's not around there. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Fine. You know. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, we got all the force. Also. Um, I don't know whether you whether you realize this, but Bernie Sanders uh, is really as a, a cigar aficionado. Oh. And I remember the time I had a Kimmer's Hidden Secret microphone when Bernie was trying to get some uh, really good quality cigars. Bring me back some of those cigars in the cedar boxes. You know, the ones with the fancy rings? I love those fancy rings. They kind of distract you while you're smoking. The red and yellow are nice. It looks good against the brown of the cigar. The Maduro, I like the Maduro wrapper. The darker, the better. That's what I say. Of course, the Claro's good, too. That's more of a pale brown, almost like a milky coffee. I find the ring size very confusing. They have it in centimeters, which I don't really... David, you know, Bernie Sanders is a, is a man of the world, you know. He's a kind of a connoisseur, okay. Uh, and a tobacco aficionado, okay. Uh, anyway, we got, we'll have more here from more of Bernie Sanders later on. And, and also, in fact, should we do this right now? Still, we have a brand new song from Bernie Sanders uh, in honor of the election coming up. The Bernster on The Kimmer Show. News Radio 1067. Sing it, Bernie. Well, my name is Bernie Sanders, and I hate the USA. <laughs> Everything you own, I will take it all away. <laughs> and if I get elected, you can kiss freedom goodbye. Karl Marx is my hero, and Castro is my guy, because I'm a socialist. <laughs> yes, socialist. I'll bring it down and down and down and down and down. Well, I'm way out on the left, just like Hillary, but she will not admit that she's a fellow commie just like me. Bernie. My name is Bernie Sanders, if you make me president. I'll take away your IRA, won't leave you with a cent. But if you are a layabout, you don't have a thing to fear. Sit at home, do nothing, and get 50 grand a year. Cause I'm a socialist, yeah, I'm a socialist. I'll bring us down and down and down and down and down. The Bernster! Cause I'm a socialist. Bernie Sanders! If you're a capitalist, you're going down and down and down and down and down. Sing it, Bernie. Hey, there he is. Bernie Sanders right here on News Radio 1067. It's all in the camera. 1210 Also, we have Newsbreak Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, we have uh, Pete, we have more we have two tickets to give away for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in Pitt this Saturday. Plus, on Friday, one of the winners of these tickets this week will be the grand winner for the receiving a tailgate package for ten, including the food, parking, and a tailgate spot. And we won't know till Friday afternoon. I don't know who's supplying the food. If we know, I'd be happy to give them a plug, but I don't know who it is. If anybody knows, let me know, and we'll uh, give them a little shout-out. Anyway, so let's do that at 1230. Right. 1230 news. Uh, during the news, we'll open up your calls. We'll take your calls, and we'll give these tickets away. Georgia Tech and Pitt this Saturday, plus somebody's going to win a tailgate party for 10, including the food and the parking spot and everything. Uh, we'll do that at, during the 1230 news. All right, 844-404-1067. You a coffee drinker? No. Are you a coffee drinker, John Boy? Only when it's cold. Uh, I have one one mug in the morning, and that's it. I'm not I'm not a coffee connoisseur or anything of the kind. But this is fairly interesting. In Austria, the University of Innsbruck did a study of American adults. Why they did it from Austria, I don't know. But they studied American adults and found that people who prefer bitter tastes in food 
score higher on the personality traits such as narcissism, aggression, and sadism. And they enjoy inflicting pain on others. <laughs> the prison research demonstrated that participants reported a liking for bitter foods like radishes, celery, beer, and tonic water were more likely to exhibit psychopathic traits. <laughs> <laughs> Their bitter taste preferences associated with malevolent personalities, especially robustly uh, sadism, uh, in regards to health, a black cup of coffee may be the best for you because you're not adding sugar and creams and stuff to add calories and fat. But if you like black coffee and the bitter taste of black coffee, chances are you're a psycho. Or if you're not now, you will be. I think we can all... Uh... Twelve, twelve. Look at if you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? I guess so. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Here we go. This is Eric Erickson from WSB, <laughs> and this portion of our show is brought to you by Kirk Mellish. Oh, Kirk. My exclusive forecast, we could take a real pounding tonight in Midtown, and skies should remain clear for the rest of the week. Thank you, Kirk, and now here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you so much, boys. 12-19. Yes, who doesn't love a good polka? <laughs> Here's a little ditty you can sing. You know, you really can't get enough accordion playing, can you? This was a day in 1998. Polka King Frankie Yankovic died in New Jersey, or rather in, uh, in New Ritchie, Florida, a week after he fell down. He was 83. The Polka King has left the building. Couple of birthdays. Uh, let's see. Actor Steve Coogan from Night of the Museum, among other things, is 50 today. And Lori Petty from A League of Their Own. I, wasn't she also in Dirty Dancing? No. Lori Petty? Well, I don't oh, know. that was Lori Singer. She that was, was Lori Singer. Tank Girl. I yeah. remember that. Lori Petty from A League of Their Own is 52 <laughs> today from the softball movie, the baseball, girls' baseball movie. Uh, there's no crying in baseball. So. Yeah. All right, 1220 on News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067. Let's get to the. Yes, it's phone time. It's time for Brett the Truck Driver on News Radio 1067. How's it going, Brett? Hello, Mr. Camber. <laughs> What's up, man? Reckon why does all of the cars over here at Green Buyer Mall backed into spaces? Why are they backed into spaces? Golly, I don't know, Brett. Why do you think? And maybe to get a clean getaway. Oh, ha! <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, Twelve twenty. Waiting for a news regular line coming to say you can't find it. <laughs> Crap! We got to get these computer screens way more uh, synced than they are now. That's all right. Uh, what did I just say about ethnic slurs? That's what we were trying to find. Okay. Well, better late than never. And luckily for the real show, with this being an audition, we could just edit out the dead air. That'd be fine. Hey, hi-o. A uh, quick email update from our uh, Facebook page. Charles the Rawman says, Yesterday, I, I was in the uh, 1508th Airborne Infantry in Panama. I'm a white Republican living with my daughter's mother, who's black. I cussed Hillary out on TV. I'll be sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the debate. Let me know what you think and what you thought about the debate last night. If you watched it or you've, you've heard some sound bites between then and now. Uh, some of this stuff was hysterical. And why in the world Bernie Sanders would help Hillary Rodham Rodham by making that 
the line that's going to be the key line of the debate entirely. Uh, and that's from Bernie Sanders uh, talking about her stupid emails. The American people are sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, they're not. Speak for yourself. I mean, this is it's getting uglier and uglier, especially since the FBI is investigating and she was ordered to turn them over. There's no volunteer like she's been doing the right thing all along. Oh, there's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. All your money I will take from you. This is Bernie Sanders calling, Kim, and thanks for playing my song. Yeah, and we appreciate the uh, the musical interlude. Bernie, how's it going, sir? Well, did you? How did you watch the Democrat debate with me last yeah, night? Yeah, you were big. You were you were a hit, oh, man. I don't want to brag or anything, Kim, but I was frankly pretty happy with the way I handled myself. You handle yourself? Uh, thank God I was behind a podium. <laughs> well, no, sir. Oh. That's a little socialist humor there for you. <laughs> See, was, That's right, comrade. I was, <laughs> Oh, thanks for calling me by my actual title. You know, I couldn't believe how well I got along with Hillary Clinton. I thought it would be contentious and all, but after the debate, Hillary and Bill said, Bernie, why don't you meet us at Fort Marcy Park for a little picnic tomorrow night, you know? (laughs) Yeah, night. (laughs) Strange thing is, Hillary asked me if I was left or right-handed. What do you think that's all about? (laughs) Fool her once, you know. First of all, I, Bernie Sanders, want to thank CNN, you know, for moving up the debate a little bit earlier. Yeah, a little earlier. Oh, that way I could still make the early bird special over at the Golden Corral and get the senior citizens discount. <laughs> I wanted to get there before Wanda from V103 ate all the potato skins. <laughs> She got sour cream on the freaking ceiling fan. And I almost said something else. A big high stack, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, Wanda from B103 is a pretty big girl, Kim. She's a big girl, yeah. Yeah, her favorite designer is Gloria Peterbilt. <laughs> well, now wait a minute. <laughs> Calvin Swine is a big girl. <laughs> Ralph Cramden, you know, all of those guys. <laughs> You know, I, Bernie Sanders, I'm probably the oldest guy up there. I'm no spring chicken. No spring chicken. So I want to be in tip-top shape for this campaign. I know it's going to be brutal. Yeah. So the other day I went in for a colonoscopy, Kimmer. Unfortunately, Uh they found something. Oh, they did? What did they find? It wasn't a polyp or a tumor. It was the editorial board of the AJC. All of them were. (laughs) Jay Bookman's head was right there in the... (laughs) Got to make room. (laughs) Jay Bookman. (laughs) You know, I was working hard preparing for the debate and these (laughs) award-winning jokes I'm telling you about. (laughs) A little cooperation would be nice, you know. I didn't get a chance to follow the news yesterday. They didn't follow the news? So why has Playboy decided to ban Jerry Mathers from their publication? Uh, no, sir. I think you I may have missed. Jerry Mathers miss- will no longer be seen in Playboy. No, I don't think that's it at all, sir. But there was a miscommunication. Was he that much in demand? You kind know, of a colloquial. I mean, I thought that was a very old show. So. Yeah, it was on uh, no, uh, Leave It to Jerry Mathers and, uh, <laughs> and and Tony Dow and Barbara Billingsley. You, Beaumont, yes, <laughs> yes. the alcoholic guy who put Jack Daniels in his cornflakes. Yeah, I remember. I remember that guy. It's great to be on the show. Well, the, comrade, it's Bernie a Sanders, pleasure so. to have you. More, more it's about not Bernie. Jerry Mathers. That they, <laughs> can't they, they can't be TV. <laughs> the comrade with us all today, it's Bernie. With the camera. Look out.
1225, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. To the phones, here's Roger on News Radio 1067. Thanks for calling, Roger. Welcome. You're on the radio. Thank you. Uh, you know when Bernie Sanders said that, uh, who cared about the damn emails? Yeah. I, I translated that to, oh, I'm now a vice president candidate for running mate to Hillary Clinton. Well, you know, I have thought about that, but I can't imagine that anybody would want him as a vice presidential candidate. I think he did it because he's afraid of her, and he knows that if he crosses her and she comes on to win, she'll destroy him. I mean, this woman's got, uh, you know, got a black heart. She's an assassin. And I don't think he had any hopes of becoming... A, I don't think he wanted to be a vice president. I, 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 I don't think he has any interest in that job. But I think he yeah. was sucking up to her. No, I mean, he helped her. My God, he handed her another campaign slogan. And, and I mean, and, and thanks to Kevin McCarthy, who said, well, it was all a political deal in the first... I mean, she just got two great new campaign themes, thanks to the opposition. Do you, do you think if that Hillary Clinton had a colonoscopy today, they might find someone's nose? <laughs> they might find more than, uh, yeah, a whole lot of someone's. Uh, I mean, what a, what a joke. And now, not only does Hillary believe in uh, sanctuary cities, she believes in sanctuary counties, sanctuary states, and now she wants sanctuary universities. She's calling for free universities for illegal immigrants. Yeah, we'll pay for it. Somebody else will pay for it. Who's going to pay? I mean, this is like, everything is free. When I'm elected, we're going to have the government finally take care of all the middle Americans. How are you going to pull that off? Does that mean I don't have to pay my student loans? It's over. You're done. Woo! Sign up for some more classes. We'll pay. Right. Just have the other guy pay for it. <laughs> 1227, it's only the camera. Tickets next on News Radio 1067. This is Boris. Hey, and Boris. this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by the Cox Broadcasting Haunted House. Oh. Instead of screeches and screams, yeah. they just play a continuous loop tape of Belinda Skelton. <laughs> Isn't that frightening? <laughs> and now, here's your host, oh, the Kimmer. Thank you so much. It's a lovely gal. A wonderful gal. 12.35. Justin Hayward, one of the music musician guys there with the Moody Blues. Justin Hayward, 69. And you were just reading something about him, which I didn't know. He's got a great song, Forever Autumn, which was on a War of the Worlds album that Richard Burton narrated. It's a great musical okay. album. War of the Worlds album? Yeah. I love it. Anyway, Moody Blues, Justin Hayward, 69 today. Uh, historical notes for you, 1066, the year 1066, Normans under William the Conqueror defeated the English at the Battle of Hastings. I remember reading that in history, and I have no idea what it meant or had any significance whatsoever. <laughs> no, Pete will tell us. Well, basically, the Normans took over and drove the Angles and Saxons pretty right. much to Wales. That was the days of Robin Hood, yeah. the very men. But true story. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Not really a story. Uh, let's see. All right, that's fine. Twelve thirty-six on News Radio one hundred and six. <laughs> I got nothing. Eight what? Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. It's on the camera. All right, let's give away these tickets. I have two Georgia Tech tickets. If you want them, uh, give me a buzz. 844-404-1067. Two tickets, Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh this Saturday. Plus, on Friday afternoon, they'll announce one of the winners from this week. We'll get the tailgate package, including food, parking, and a tailgate, Scott, with food from Georgia Tech for 10 people. So if you want to go to the Georgia Tech game, 844-404-1067. 
844-404-1067. Right now, we got some calls in, and we'll get a couple more, and then we'll uh, maybe Pete will have a quiz for us. Uh, News Radio 1067. And Lamar, uh, man, uh, this is incredible. Lamar Odom, the former NBA star and reality TV show guy who married Chloe uh, Kardashian, is in the hospital and apparently on life support. They've got, they're helping him breathe. I guess he's got a tube. He's, uh, he's, uh, uh, in, in, intubated, as they call it. I always thought it was incubated, but it's intubated, I believe. But there's still that tube down your throat, and he can't breathe on his own, and his his organs are failing. They caught him in a in a cat house. He spent several days in a cat a brothel, a cat house called the Love Ranch, outside of Vegas, and he was there for several days. And some of the girls finally, when he hadn't kind of showed up in a day or so, they found him on the floor of his room, unconscious and uh, having a mucus coming out of uh, all of his orifices and stuff. Yeah. By the way, how'd you like to be a you know like a twenty year old oh, hooker please. at a ranch in Las Vegas, please. and the seven foot black guy says, like "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to say anything. I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sign me up for that one. Look, <laughs> keep me out of prison. Just the thought of it. Anyway, you want it to be hard so it bounces exactly high up enough where you can dribble fast and stuff. That's way out. I never said Open that. Fountain. <laughs> never said. <laughs> All right, get some phone calls on here. We'll give away these stinking tickets. Who's up? It's it's Tracy on News Radio one zero six seven. Hello, Tracy. Hey man, how's it going? We're doing great. Pete has a quiz for you for these uh, Georgia Tech tickets. You can name either one of two things. One of two things. Uh, Let's see. Georgia Tech once beat a team, the worst beaten down in the history of college football. Either give me the score or the team they beat down. I think it was uh, Cumberland College, 222 to nothing. Yes, indeed. There you go. Outstanding. Well done. You have our two tickets. And you may get the tailgate party for 10, too. We don't know yet. No Friday afternoon. Uh, And congratulations, Tracy. Well done, my friend. We'll... Oh, heartbreaker! No, no. Hangman. We'll put you on hold. <laughs> Damn, Brett. <laughs> Hangman. Anyway, no, we'll give the, we got these tickets. And, and there you go. Have a little good time. And uh, remember, if you send us pictures, we'll put them on the uh, Kimber Show Facebook page. All right, uh, 844-404-1067. Yeah, Lamar Odom, 35 years old. They tried to airlift him to Las Vegas, which was 70 miles away. But he's almost seven feet tall, and he would not fit in the helicopter. Whoa. They literally could not fly him in the, in the airlift helicopter to the hospital because he wouldn't fit. So they had to wait for an ambulance and then drive him by ambulance, which, you know, took an hour or whatever instead of seven minutes or something. But he was too big. He wouldn't fit in the chopper. You'd think they'd be able to curl him up or something. I mean, why couldn't they fold his legs and have him lay sideways or and something? And Korea and MASH, didn't they put him on the runners? Put him on runners, absolutely. I guess they don't do that anymore. But that, yeah, in wartime, uh, yeah, if you you put them on the run, put them anywhere you can get them. They put stretchers on the actually running board, basically, is what they're not to on the landing pad things. Sir, all right, twelve forty. It's on the Kimmer eight four four. What's that? Right, yeah, yeah. Well, not on the bottom. No, so they'll <laughs> land on the patients. Well, the ones who aren't going to make it, they put those on the bottom because you know it's, it's an easy cushion for the rest of them. It's, oh man, brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I love the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that special gasoline fume smell, man. Gee, well, man. I tell you what, God bless that stuff. I tell you, I mean, oh hell yeah, baby. Uh, I mean, you, you want to clear out an area? <laughs> no, it was Agent Orange that gave me oh, prostate oh, cancer. That's a whole, that's a little different story, but that's great stuff too. 
Agent Orange will wipe out a forest of trees in no time. Like a pesticide. That's damn worse than that. It was a carcinogen son of a bitch is what that was. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was wrong. Shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Got me pretty good. Gave me cancer. (laughs) I get to say one bad word. Give me a break. God. (laughs) Wait 40 years to say one lousy thing about it. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, (laughs) No, you got to love it. And those jets screaming overhead, I'm telling you, that's the sound of liberty, my friend. It's the sound of liberty. Anyway, Lamar Odom uh, spent several days at, at this cat house to celebrate, wanted to get a, get away and have a good time and relax, they say. And two women found him face down uh, this morning, I guess, la- I guess late yesterday. And he was throwing on, yeah, anyway, he was taking what's called herbal Viagra. There's some kind of natural Viagra. Rum. Yeah, it's called oysters with rum and whiskey. Uh, I can't. I don't, I've never heard. You ever heard of herbal Viagra? No. And I can't. I can't. It can't work. If it worked, everybody would have. It. I mean, they would know about it, don't? Wouldn't we? Yeah. These days, yeah. have you ever heard of herbal Viagra? A natural Viagra? No, not at all. It, it's got to be a crock. Anyway, it's Whole Foods conspiracy to try to get more people into there to not be waited on. Uh, Twelve forty-two. Hey boys, look what I got here. <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already have a customer. Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. Well, this is John Imus. <laughs> Don. <laughs> this portion of our show is brought to you by the L.A. Dodgers. Dodgers. Unlike me, yeah. they're still alive. Oh, Barely. <laughs> and now here's your host, a man who's just awful. Yeah. He's, he's awful. <laughs> Kim Peters. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock. Don didn't rock. like me any more than Larry Munson used to didn't like me. Rock. I got 12.49. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Look out. This was the day in 1955. Bill Haley and the Comets, at the height of their fame with Rock Around the Clock, played a concert in Lubbock, Texas. The opening opening act was an unknown singer by the name of Buddy Holly. 1955. Let's see. Historical note for you. 1944, German Field Marshal Erwin Rommel committed suicide rather than face trial and certain execution for conspiring against Adolf Hitler. Wow. 1944. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he did himself in. 1250, 10 before 1. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067. There's a news Megaline. Let's see who's on the old news Megaline. Uh, good afternoon. Hey, Cubs win. Cubs win. Cubs win. Holy cow. Hey, Cubs won. Hey, Harry, how you doing? I'm pretty happy for the Cubs, but, you know, I feel bad for St. Louis Cardinals fans. <laughs> you do, sir. <laughs> I mean, right now, the Cardinal fans must feel as empty-handed as your average Playboy subscriber. <laughs> I mean, I understand from now on, Playboy isn't even going to show pictures of Bush Stadium. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I used to work for 
for the Cardinals until, uh, well, well, they well, caught you with it this way. Like, Augie Bush's parent learned to say quick under the closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was something going with Augie's wife. Yeah, right. I caught the signing doctor a thing or two, if you yeah, know what I mean. Apparently was, so. You sort did. of like Madonna's cockatoo, you know. It's, <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> I had a good feeling about the Cubs, Kimmer. You had a good feeling, sir? Well, you had George Michael and Pee Wee Herman pulling for him, you know. And <laughs> Jimmy Swaggart was right there with him. <laughs> yes, he was. Hey, you know, I got a joke for you. A joke with Harry Carey. Hey, what was this Joe on this Cowboy? No, no, no. Hi, oh, no, 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 we can't do this. Do you know what the Dodgers, the Mets, and Mrs. Drew Peterson have in common? What they have in common, I don't oh, know. Oh, they're all tied up. Holy cow. It's all tied. Oh, <laughs> Frankly, I'm hoping the Dodgers lose that series tonight. What, really? Be- well, the regular season, the Cubs have owned the Mets yeah. the way that contractors own the Hartsfield Airport Authority. <laughs> the way the Communist Party owns the faculty at Emory University, <laughs> who produces more little bastards than Jesse Jackson. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> the Mets have owned the Cubs. Uh, Cubs have owned the Mets the way the Roaches own the Landmark Diner's kitchen. I finally <laughs> spit that one out. Hey, did you see where my old boss, Budweiser, yeah, is going to merge with Miller Beer? Miller Beer merging. Yeah. yeah, that allows them to surpass the front seat of Amanda Davis's car as the world's largest brewery. I <laughs> 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 oh, to get to that show. <laughs> Always holding something. Hey, one more thing. You know, Harry Carey's been busy here in the gray beyond. You've been busy, have you, sir? I've written a new song about the Kimmer Show. Oh, get... Harry Carey, a new song for the Kimmer Show, yes, sir. Let me hear you Take him out in October, put Kimmer out in the street, string him along with a fake contract. Disable his key card so he can't come back. <laughs> Let's go get some runs over there at the landmark. Holy cow. Holy cow. Harry Carey. Thanks, Harry. Always an honor. Well, it's one, two, three lies. You're out. It's a god. The blessed, blessed shame. <laughs> Harry Carey right here. Let's take it, Harry. Look out. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? Yeah, boy. <laughs> the Cubs are going to win today. Ah, the Cubs, the Cubs. Maybe they'll do it. Wouldn't that be something? That's even longer ago than the Red Sox when they finally won, right? But they're, not, yeah, or but they're not special anymore. Don't they realize they're well, just another team if they win? Yeah. They're, well, you were saying earlier, Cubs fans, when they when they win... Are obnoxious. Oh, yes. when they lose, they're you know, well, there's our cubbies, and we'll wait till next mm. year. But when they start winning something, all of a sudden they walk around like they're the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> they used to be. Anyway, it's only the Kimmer. Here's the number eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. The debate last night. What did you think? Anybody win? Do you care one way or the other? And I, and the problem is uh, Hillary. Hillary did great for her. I mean, I think she's a, dis- a, a disgrace and a disaster as a liar. She's swinging so far to the left as uh, she's flip-flopping. Well, I'll play some of her sound bites where, where uh, Hillary talks about uh, whether she's a flip-flopper. I have been very consistent over the course of my entire life, like most human beings, including those of us who run for office. 
I do absorb new information. I do look at what's happening. Just for the record, are you a progressive or are you a moderate? I'm a progressive, but I'm a progressive who likes to get things done. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, for example, voting on the Keystone Pipeline. Everybody on this stage has changed a position or two. We've been around a cumulative quite some period of time. Um, you know, you're we know that if you are learning, you're going to change your position. I never took a position on Keystone until I took a position on Keystone. Uh, okay, let me get this straight. I never took a position on Keystone until I took a position on Keystone. But I have been on the forefront of dealing with climate change starting in 2009 when President Obama and I crashed a meeting with the Chinese and got them to sign up to the first international agreement to combat climate change that they'd ever joined. So Thank I'm you. not taking a backseat to anybody on my Thank values, my principles, and the results that I get. Uh, baby, you should take a backseat to everybody on your values and your principles. You're a disgrace. You're a woman-hating enabler for a rapist that you married and kept in power and kept in office for your own power and aggrandizement. It's exactly what you did, and everybody knows it. And why anyone could vote for her, honest to Pete, I don't get it. I don't understand. She's a, she's a woman-hating, anti-woman's rights liar. When did we become a, like a third world banana republic like Argentina was when, when the guy's in power and then when he's gone, yeah. the wife takes over? Yeah, right. That's ridiculous. They, they wanted an Obama third term, basically, is what they're looking for. Oh, he's been that successful. You want to continue his way and even more. Now everything will be free, including college education for illegal immigrants. Who's going to pay for that? Oh, that's right. You and me. I remember. Uh, 1257, it's only the Kimmer. We get your calls and newsmaker lines and a whole bit here on News Radio 1067. Before you leave for your long awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Black Magic Design, Olympus, and more. The Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Robin Leach. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, and I don't know why. Be sure to tune into The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. If saying something dumb was a fast food, yeah. The Kimmer would have an arch over his head. <laughs> the Kimmer <laughs> oh, Show on News Radio 1067. Uh, I resemble that remark. 104. How's it going? It's only me. It's only The Kimmer. On News Radio 1067. 844 1067. 844 1067. Natalie Maines. That uh, chubby little snotty one from the Dixie Chicks is 41 today. A couple other birthdays. Uh, Roger Moore, one of the worst James Bonds ever. Oh, please. Roger, Mr. Twit, yes, I'm, I'm James Bond, you know. I shall look at you and make you overpower with die. my force and powerful spaghetti arms, yes. God, he was more of a girl than Pierce Brosnan. Huh? Like Roger him? Moore? Hell no. no. Pierce Brosnan is the oh, best Pier James Bond. Oh, oh my God. 
God. Oh, now oh you've done God. it. Hold everything. Oh, Just stop. Dead men. Ah, wait a minute. <laughs> he was the down. worst. The best, obviously, is Sean Connery. And the yeah. second best, almost a tie, is Daniel Craig. He's no, been, a, but but that's only because they made the movies a lot more exciting. Right. You know, the old James Bond, they, he had a he had a, a fake pen and a knife hidden in a briefcase, and that was it. The new James Bond, these guys are you know these guys are stuntmen. But yeah, I mean, please. AK forty seven. Huh? AK forty sevens and everything. Oh God! Here. I mean, but that's just because the movies are better. They're much more exciting, and the chases are unbelievable, and the hand to hand stuff is incredible. So that's why Daniel Craig is is new, the new number one James Bond. But Sean Connery will always be yeah. Bond, James Bond. I mean, it'll it, always be the best. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, my, oh my God. God. One oh five. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. <laughs> <laughs> On News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. All right, let's go back to the phones. Here's uh, Joe on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Joe. You're on the radio. Welcome. Yeah, let's talk about her and Bill's negotiation with the Chacoms. All right. They got a bunch of money illegally. They had that Chinese American that was working in the Hope, Arkansas office bringing trash cans full of cash from the Chinese government. Yep. In there, and they, they finally had caught him. Running over there, talking to a bunch of penniless nuns, and receiving envelopes full of cash. And what did they do? The big payoff? They took missile technology that made nuclear missiles more accurate. They took it away from the military department under their oversight and gave it to the commerce department. Who turned around and showed it to? Guess who? The communist Chinese. Yep. That's their damn negotiations with the communists. Joe, I appreciate it very much. There are more scandals involved with Hillary Rodham Rodham and her husband than any other presidential team, including Kennedy. And of course, he didn't wasn't in office that long to you know completely uh, build his reservoir of scandals, but he was working on it. Uh, but the Hillary thing, it's clearly, absolutely, clearly the worst Secretary of State. Who's the worst Secretary of State than she was? Madeline Albright. Madeline Albright, maybe, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, she has no record to stand, to run on, and uh, we'll find out more when she goes before the Benghazi Committee. All right, hold on. Oh, yeah, Tommy's going to settle the business about uh, the best James Bond. Hello, Tommy. Welcome. It's Letter Rip Wednesday, I guess. What's up, man? Hey, man. The best James Bond movie by far with Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, now, is that the one with uh, the red with Jill St. John? Which one was Barbara that? Barbara Bach. Yeah, oh, Barbara Bach, yeah. Yeah, Barbara Bach and the old... Scene, underwater scene. Oh, yeah. Chick doing somersaults <laughs> over the gun barrel naked behind the blackout. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've got you know. I I think the original Doctor No and and uh, I got I, I, I got. It was just my favorite. Go okay. Well, I appreciate it, Tommy. All right, there you go. I mean, it was, uh, we're in, I'm not trying to start a thing. Octopussy but. was good. <laughs> yeah, actually but, had but a plot. Was, yeah, but Roger Moore is—he was such a twit. I know. He's, he, he should be a poetry professor. He I was mean, a, the funniest Bond. Well, I don't. In funny situations, like the the, the well with the guy with Jaws Louisiana with the teeth and yeah. that was always chasing him. That yeah, was always I funny. guess so. I guess so. <laughs> but still, Golden Eye with Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Okay, yes. that was a good hot one. babes. Yeah, hot babes. That was a good one. All right. Hot yeah. Beans. All right. Well, there you go. All right. One oh eight. It's only the camera on News Radio one oh six seven. Eight four 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 oh four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 oh four ten sixty seven. Uh Donald Trump's name came up a little bit last night in, in the debates when uh, Bernie Sanders and the idiot O'Malley uh, started trying to take it to him. Donald Trump and his billionaire friends on the my policies are gonna pay a hell of a lot more in taxes today 
taxes in the future that they're paying today. A lot of the xenophobes, the immigrant haters, like some that we've heard, like Donald Trump, that carnival barker in the Republican Party. Yeah, well, Mr. O'Malley, you're the joke of the group. Remember when the uh, he, he actually apologized when the Black Lives Matter people stormed the stage for an event he was at months ago. Uh, he actually apologized for saying that all lives matter. He apologized because it upset them so much. And they were asked last night, do black lives matter? And Hillary never answered. And the, all the rest of them said, yes, black lives matter. O'Malley tried to say that he had turned Baltimore around yeah, in the right, right direction. It's the most dangerous murder city in, <laughs> next to Chicago in America right now. And, and my very favorite, my very favorite has got to be the soundbite of uh, the idiot. Well, now I can't find it. Hold on a second. <laughs> Where uh, talking about his, his, uh, his dead father. Oh, where is it? Oh, yeah, right there. Right there. Oh, yeah, Lincoln, because it's circled in blue. <laughs> to highlight that effect here, Lincoln Chafee from Rhode Island was asked why he voted for something when he got to, uh, to the Senate. He voted for something he didn't really believe in. Uh, the glass seagull was my very first vote. I just arrived. My dad had died in office. I was appointed to the office. It was my are very you saying, first vote. Are you saying you didn't know what you were voting for? I just arrived the Senate. Uh, I think we'd get some takeovers. And that was one. It was my very first vote, and it was 95, 90, 92-5. It was the, the well, reconciliation. With all due respect, well, let me though, just sir, say, what does that say about you, that you're casting a vote for something you weren't really sure about? I think you're being a little rough. I just arrived at the United States Senate. I'd been mayor of my city. My dad had died. I'd been appointed by the governor. It was the first vote, and it was 90 to 5. Yeah, Lincoln Chafee. My dad died. That's why you didn't know what you were doing. I mean, come on. Mommy? <laughs> and this is the guy who earlier had said, I am a block of granite. I am a block of granite. I've never changed my mind. I'm a block of granite. Uh, and the Trump was, was, uh, was twittering out last night, live tweeting, by the way, is that now a thing? People are saying, I was live tweeting. Hey, you were live tweeting? Wow. I guess uh, so. That's good now, I guess. If you're a live tweeter, that's you're in the, on the team now. Or, Every time you tweet, you're doing I mean, it live. I, but then people are saying, oh, yeah, I was live tweeting, or the Donald was live tweeting last night. Some people get paid to do that during shows, make money off of live <sighs> tweeting. I guess you have a staff member who wants to keep in touch with the Twitter population so you pay people to do live tweets while you're doing something else I'm available. <laughs> well the donald was said uh, the hillary love fest on cnn is ridiculous i feel bad for the other candidates especially the non-criminal ones <laughs> trade deals a disaster she was always for it can any, anybody imagine chafee as president no way all scripted and rehearsed the hardest thing clinton has to do is defend her bad decision making including a rack vote and emails sorry there's no star on the stage tonight and then Sanders said only black lives matter. Wow, Hillary didn't even answer the question. That's just the Donald uh, live tweeting that were going on. You can get people, you can pay people to do anything. There's a group, there's a, a, a company in Japan that hires women to have lunch on webcams or dinner on webcams so that lonely Japanese men can have dinner with somebody on TV. What? Yeah, they, the women can make uh, hundreds and hundreds of dollars a night by setting up a camera on their computer, Skyping or whatever it is, uh, so that a lonely gentleman can have her eat dinner while he's eating dinner, so he's actually having dinner with a companion on a TV screen, a computer screen. Right. That's worse and than being alone. They're making thousands, thousands of dollars. And all the, they don't have to talk. The woman just sits there and eats so he can look at her eating with another person on a TV computer screen. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Thousands of dollars, thousands. One twelve, one twelve. 
portion of our show yes, is brought sir. to you by yes, a little get-together. A little get-together. What would you call a Rand Paul rally? <laughs> you know, a small <laughs> gathering, a very short meeting, an abbreviated <laughs> visit. Anyway, here's your Thank host, you. Charlton Heston. Ah, you're so very close, sir. Yeah, 119, it's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. In the 1972, on no this day... Michael Jackson had his first solo hit with Ben, the rat. <laughs> what a weird movie that was, by the way. Gee, you ever heard of that movie, John Boy? You ever know what the movie Ben? No, what is it about? It's, it's, it, he has a rat. Sequel to Willard. Was it? it Willard probably was. was the first Willard one. was the first one. Yeah, it's a, it's a rat story. It's where he had. I, I feel. I feel he had a rat, and he Willard had a rat. Yeah, and, and he, he used the rats to kill people. Yeah, kept it, and then he got all his friends, and all of a sudden there's like a million rats, and he can sick them on stuff. And, and Ben was, was a smart one, and Ben turned on Willard. Yeah, that's not good. Anyway, that's disturbing. Yeah, it is very disturbing. It was back in the seventies. Nobody knew anything. You know, everybody was high, man. <laughs> Nineteen seventy-two. Yeah. Lucy in the sky with diamonds, all right. Uh, a couple of birthdays. Former White House counsel John Dean III, who warned the country of a cancer on the presidency with the Watergate hearings. John Dean, 77. Uh, former, well, I guess he's still working with designer Ralph Lauren is 76. Or is it Lauren? Ralph Lauren. Lauren. I always said Lauren, Lauren but it's Lauren, I believe. Seven, he's uh, 76 today. All right, I got it. It's only me. It's only the camera. Well, sweetness, Phil. Oh, man, I got new Spiegel lines coming up. Oh, God. Hold on a minute. All right. Nine, I got it. I got it. Hold on a second. Start. Here we go. Here we go. Six, five, <laughs> Crap. Now I can't four, find it. Wait a minute. Three, here we go. All right. Two, here we go. Here we go. I got one, it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Zero, all right. But now, all right. I'm doing this one. Uh, thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, here's this uh, a true story. A tough old cowboy from Texas counseled his granddaughter that if she wanted to live a long life, the secret was to sprinkle a pinch of gunpowder on her oatmeal every morning. The granddaughter did this religiously until she was 103 years old and passed away. She left behind 14 children, 30 grandchildren, 45 great-grandchildren, 25 great-great-grandchildren, and a 40-foot hole where the crematorium used to be. So that's kind of a... <laughs> gunpowder sprinkled on her. Crematorium oatmeal where she was. She, 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 when she passed away, she they she had this oat gun powder. <laughs> well, that's it for me. You guys have been great. Oh golly. Anyway, all right. It's only Kimmer eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. The Kardashian family is as raced to the bedside of Lamar Odom, who is apparently fighting for his life in Vegas. After collapsing in a whorehouse, the Love Ranch, he was there for several days to goof around, and he was apparently, he's had drug problems in the past. I don't know what he was doing there, but he was throwing up all kinds of stuff. They found him unconscious. His uh, his organs are failing, and he is surrounded by his, I guess, mother-in-law, or soon-to-be ex-mother-in-law, Kris Jenner. He married Khloe Kardashian. They filed for divorce, 
but it's never it hasn't actually been officially put into I think right is they had he just signed something so maybe well maybe it is now but he was uh, let me see if I can find he was taking herbal Viagra whatever the heck that means uh, Kardashian filed Chloe Kardashian filed for a divorce in 2013 but it was never finally approved uh, they had a huge ceremony in 2009 with tape for the E Network uh, he has said he's he was a drunk driving arrest. Before his divorce, he was suspended in twenty in twenty oh one season for violating the drug policy. Second time in eight months, uh, his six month old son Jaden died from SIDS crib death. Did you know that? I did not know that. Uh, he has a daughter Destiny and a, another son Lamar from a, a previous hookup with a chick who that he abandoned. Uh, anyway, one twenty three. So he's you know he's not, hey there's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, oh. Mr. Kim. Oh, the Pope calling. Fantastic holiness. All our prayers here in Nevada come have been answered today because everyone was so happy to see John Boy fully recovered yes. and back Re- to work. Recovered and back to work. As opposed to the day that Mr. Kim returned from a near fatal heart attack and <laughs> management was heard to mother, well, you can't win them all. <laughs> and, uh, Damn it, he made it. Son of a something that the son. Pope cannot say. No, the Pope cannot use that sort of lingo. Well, you know, the Pope, as you know, is a yeah. very, very busy man. Busy, I've, busy man. Sir. You know, I've decided to visit Turkey. Oh, really? Yeah, no, now that the crowds have died down. You know, <laughs> <laughs> very tough over there, Mr. Kimmer. That's a tough, tough observation. Well, it's kind of like the East Point where, you know, it's tough over there in East Point. Yeah, East Point. Where the middle school newspaper has an obituary column. <laughs> Very tough, tough <laughs> You know, the Pope has been working on some new impersonations. A new impression. Yeah, I've got a new one. This is uh, right. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman with the Pope. This portion of our show is brought to you by <laughs> Shawshank Prison, the official second home of the DeKalb County Commission. <laughs> How was that? It sounded like he was right here in the room, sir. Like I told Vernon Jones, some birds weren't meant to be caged. Their suits from Value City are just too bright. <laughs> where do you go? You call that purple? What do you call it? Yeah, where did he get those matching purple shoes from Johnny Cochran's garage sale? <laughs> hey, Mr. Kimmer, yes, you know sir. what they used to call the waiting room at the Johnny Cochran the law office? The waiting room there? I don't know, sir. Murderer's Row. Oh, no. <laughs> It's time for a visitor (laughs) from the East. Popenak the Magnificante. Popenak the Magnificante, sir. The answer to the question is, that's what friends are for. That's what the friends are for. What's a song you'll never hear on the Rock 100 morning show? (laughs) Backstabber by the OJs might be more appropriate. (laughs) They smile in your face. All the time they want your parking space. (laughs) (laughs) They change the words. (laughs) The answer is Macy's and 92.9 the game. Macy's and 92.9 the game. Name two places with a revolving door. (laughs) 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 The answer is a scuba tank leak and Mike Bell. A scuba tank leak and Mike Bell. Name two wastes of oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) my god (laughs) holding my hand (laughs) 
you know, the crowds have died down they in Turkey. They've died down in so Turkey I now. I hold in my hand the last envelope. The last one. Thank you. you. Wow. May your only daughter be squeezed and pinched in the produce section of the Cosby Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Michael Phelps, Bobby Jindal, and Sean Hannity. Michael Phelps, Bobby Jindal, and Sean Hannity. Name a pothead, a dothead, and a nothead. Pobedak. The magnificent. You're holy fantasticness. <laughs> Thank you. Who'd we leave out? Anybody? <laughs> I'm the cab commissioners weren't meant to be caged. <laughs> Thank you. The Pope. has a first name. It's O S C A R. Look out. 127 on News Radio 1067. Mercy. Friends, this is Larry King, and this, this portion of the Larry. Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Playboy Magazine. Oh, Their Playboy. last nude model will be Lena Dunham, yeah, oh. with the oh. picture continued <laughs> on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and now, oh, here's your host, the Kimmer. In Syracuse, you're on. Yeah, man. Look out. So we back in the club. Here we go. The body's rocking from side to side. My man, Usher. The Ushinator, 37 today, Ushman, Ushamundo. We get it. Just keeping it crook, baby. Just representing. 135, Usher, 37 today. Happy Boyt Day. Usher, I love it. Also, this was a day in 1977. Bing Crosby died outside of Madrid, Spain at the age of 74. Uh, you know Bing Crosby, John Boy. Millennials know the name Bing Crosby. Yeah, he did the Christmas music. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. He did Boys Town. Yeah. He was a very famous uh, old crooner from the many, many years ago. In 1977, uh, Bing Crosby was giving a commemorative concert anniversary celebrating 50 years in show business with Bob Hope. Bing fell off the stage in the orchestra pit in Pasadena, California, broke a disc in his back and spent a month in the hospital. And then a few months later in 1977, he flew to Spain to play golf and hunt partridge. He was at the La Moralleja uh, golf course near Madrid. He played 18 holes of golf. His partner was World Cup champion Manuel Pinheiro. And uh, he was in good spirits all day, photographed several times during the lounge. At the ninth hole, construction workers building a house nearby recognized him and asked Bing Crosby to sing a song. This is in Spain. He said, okay, sure, and he sang Strangers in the Night. Uh, Bing had a 13 handicap. He and his partner won the match. They were playing by one stroke, and it was heading back to the clubhouse 20 yards from the green, and he collapsed and died of a heart attack. Dropped dead right there after playing golf with his friends in Spain. <laughs> oh, but he wasn't in Boys Town. That was Spencer Tracy. Yeah, but didn't he sing the what? He, he, made, the fa- he played Father, father or somebody rather. Yeah, yeah, in Boys Town. Not in Boys Town. That was Spencer Tracy. Well, what did he? Who, who was he a father then? He was in Father or something. Uh, what was it? Here's father. a huh? Father O'Malley and Going My Way. Going My Way. That's and what it was. And Bells of St. Mary's. And Bells of St. Mary's. That's yeah. one, Janelle Barr. Right, thank you very much. And uh, by the way, when uh, Crosby died, his oldest son, Gary, wrote a memoir called Going My Own Way, telling how his father was a cruel, cold, remote, physically abusive bully. Uh, he used to, if one of us left a sneaker lying around, he had to tie the object on a string and wear it around your neck until you went to bed. They called it the Crosby Lavalier. Uh, he uh, he would call his son Satchel Butt, Bucket Butt, Fat Butted Kid. 
Uh, they got lickings every day. Every Tuesday afternoon, he'd weigh me, and if the scale read more than it should have, he ordered me into his office and had me drop my trousers, pulled on my shorts, bend over. He had a belt dotted with metal studs reserved for the occasion every Tuesday during weight check-in time, and he whacked away until he drew blood, and then he'd stop. Usually took about 15 strokes before they start to bleed. Uh, his One of his other brothers said that uh, Dad was not the monster my other lying brother said he was, but then it turned out he actually probably was physically abusive to all the kids. And as I recall, uh, he was abusive as a way of administering punishment. And as I recall, uh, he left his kids out of his will. He established a blind trust. None of his sons got anything until they reached the age of 65, and most of them died before they got there. And as I understand it, to one of his sons, it might have been Gary, the one who wrote the book, uh, when uh, Bing was beating him one day, Gary turned around and said, if you ever touch me again, I'll kill you. And Bing finally uh, said something like, finally, I've been waiting for you to stand up like a man. Really? Yeah, Bing Crosby. Put one in his <laughs> lips. Well, now, see, there you go. <laughs> anyway, that's a derbingo. All right, 139, News Radio 1067. It's on the camera. We talked politics, talked the debate last night. Anything change your mind? Also, Lamar Odom. Uh, apparently on life support in Vegas after collapsing at a at a cat house, and uh, and uh, the Chloe is there as ex, soon to be ex wife and uh, their mother and their whole crew. Apparently, uh, um, who's the guy? The uh, sodomist from Denver, um, Kobe. Kobe Bryant uh, f- left the game. He was uh, playing and and flew to be with him in Vegas. So anyway, all right to the phones. Here's Michael on News Radio one hundred six seven with the camera. Hey, Michael, how's it going? Welcome, sir. Hey, how's it going, sir? Good, buddy. What's up? Hey, I met you last weekend at, at the at the big party. You and Jim Gossa. It's Mike, the cow Afro. Oh, Mike, absolutely. I, I think we put your picture on the Kimmer Show Facebook page. Oh man, I hope I didn't do that. I got warrants. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, as I, if I remember correctly, you made a you made a funny lie where you, I said, "Let's take a picture, put it on the Facebook." He said, "Oh hell, man, look like I just robbed a store." Said, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, look like, like I just stole something. <laughs> like stole something around the getaway. Uh, that was great fun. I, I hope you enjoyed uh, chatting with. Him. We had a good time chatting with you up there. That was that was a lot. It's always good fun to meet the actual people that we're talking to every day. And, well, yeah, by the way, coincidentally, I was there in the studio last night. I was on the show with one of your uh, even hosts. Oh, no kidding. Doing what? Yeah. Were, you, what were, you, were you talking about something or what? I was just talking about the debates last night, you know. You were what? Oh, and the debate? The, uh, yeah, talking about the, the debates last night. Yeah. What, you know, what what uh, what they're not talking about that you would like to hear from is, you know, stuff like that. But I really had fun. They gave me a big tour, and I really enjoyed myself, and everybody at was really nice. So Excellent. I to call and let them know. Excellent. And, and just for the record, what did you think about the debate, or did they satisfy you in any way, or what were your kind of final thoughts? Well, they ain't talking anything about – they talked about the student loans, but, I mean, that's going to be impossible. But I think one of the major issues now that's, like, affecting most uh, people of all walks of life right now – Yeah. If they have to be some kind of rent freeze because the rent is just really getting outrageous. Well, you're not kidding. Part of the problem was when they screwed us all with the real estate bubble broke and burst because of all the scumbag crook mortgage banker investors. Uh, what happened was people could no longer afford to buy a house, so they had to rent. And renter, people who owned property said, oh, boy, I can jack up my rent because they got to pay it because they can't buy a house. So that's one, right. uh, that's one of the reasons. In fact, I have daughters in Colorado. The prices in Colorado are now skyrocketing because of legal marijuana. And people are moving to be in Colorado, so the rents are all jacked up now, and it's getting, it's getting like Atlanta, it's getting almost unaffordable. And part of it's because yeah. of the housing market, and that renters know they can charge whatever they want. You're going to have to pay it. Yeah, but what's going to happen to working-class people like me that don't want to stay in the hood 
Right. And, you know, you can't afford living in an Alpharetta or, or a Buckhead somewhere. Right. Where, well, fifteen hundred bucks. You're absolutely like, yeah for a one bedroom. Yeah, walking. Yeah, you're for absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Michael, I appreciate it, man. And, and somebody's going to have to address that at some point. But it's like, you know, you, all of a sudden you get out of college, you own sixty or $80,000 in college loans, and you can't get a job. Yeah. Uh, 142. Used to good friends. <laughs> all right. Tonight is kind of uh, special. Kind of a, uh, get in your own sleeping bag. <laughs> Wish I could quit you. Well, stop. Put that away and get it in your own sleeping bag. Jeez. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Yes, indeedy. Hey, this is Mark Lemke. Lemmer. And this portion of our show <laughs> is brought to you by the Chicago Cubs. Oh, the Cubs. Wow. That was the biggest surprise since, uh, well, since any day that Kimmer is still on the radio. <laughs> and now here's your host. <laughs> hey, Kimmer. <laughs> Kim Peterson. Hall of Famer, the Lemmer. Party girls. I love it. One fifty, ten before two. News line coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And you may not have heard, or maybe you did, but we'll repeat it. The Donald is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live on November 7th. He did the show back in 2004. In fact, they showed some clips of him on the news, and he looks he looked 20 years younger and a lot thinner, too. Anyway, uh, he's going to be on Saturday Night Live hosting November 7th. And this lady will be his guest, the musical guest, Sia, singing Chandelier. Just listen how high up she goes. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there we go. Uh, this was also... <laughs> this was the day, 1954, Cecil B. DeMille started filming The Ten Commandments in Egypt, the movie with a cast of 25,000 people. And this was the one, The Ten Commandments was the one where Edward G. Robinson played one of the guards, and he says, Yeah, where's your guard now? Where's your guard now, Moses? Yeah. <laughs> was that the one with John Wayne? <laughs> the other, the John Wayne was the robe, I think, or the, the greatest, story, the ever greatest story ever told, where he was a centurion who said, Truly, he is the son of God. <laughs> anyway, 151, it's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Newsbreaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsbreaker Line. Uh, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Tom Brokaw with Breaking News from Las Vegas. Breaking news from somewhere. Tom Brokaw, I have a bad line. I couldn't quit. Las quit. Vegas. Las Vegas I'm breaking news. I'm in Sin City. Oh, Sin City. All right, sir. Uh, what the hell was that? I, just heard <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, former L.I. Laker Odom. Lamar Odom, all right, sir. Yeah, he's unconscious in a bro- found unconscious yeah. in a brothel after mixing alcohol <laughs> with herbal Viagra. I guess he wanted to have a really stiff drink before he did the beat. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's no real explanation. I, I do know that Lamar Odom was a big fan of that Bruce Willis movie, Bruce, Die Something. Die Ho- Die. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was a favor of Nelson Rockefeller's. You know that? Yeah. Sears had a car battery with the same they name. Did, you know, it was something about herbal Viagra, yes, die happy, die excited, <laughs> die, die aroused. It was some, one of those. Something one of those, too. Yes, sir, it was. Well, meanwhile, ex-wife, boy, how are you? Uh, uh, we have uh, the lines here is not that good. Ex-something. Although I was like, ex-wife, boy, how are you? 
uh, excellent. We have Chloe uh, Kardashian. All right, sir. We, right. Chloe, yeah. Chloe. We have a bad line here. That's what you said. Chloe Kardashian was en route to visit her former yeah. husband in the yeah. hospital. Yeah, hospital. Unfortunately, Chloe caught a ride with stepfather, Caitlyn Jenner, who just killed another lady on the Pacific Coast <laughs> Highway. So he <laughs> won't be there for a while, you know. <laughs> it could take a little while to get I'm away I'm sure all that. charges will be dropped after D.A. Danny Porter calls and puts in a special <laughs> word for Caitlyn. You know, so Danny Porter's all about letting out-of-county influential people off the hook. <laughs> Not the first time. <laughs> Unfortunately, the listeners go all of that one. Yes, they did, sir. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the yep. new Superman sequel, yep. Lois Lane's sister is going to be portrayed by comedian Amy Schumer. Lois Lane's sister? Yeah, in the movie, Amy will be known as H.O.V. Lane. <laughs> I see. Lois Lane, H.O.V. Lane. Bus Lane. Light, low lane. Way station lane. You know, any of those. Trucks only lane. <laughs> There you go. Thank you. Uh, and finally, yeah. Playboy magazine will no longer include explosive photos of people. <laughs> I think I caught part of that, sir. I... Pictures of female in Playboy magazine. Female things in the area of the magazine, yes. And in response, Playgirl magazine will no longer show any pictures of Alec Baldwin. <laughs> For the same reason. <laughs> They're also banning pictures of Steve Spurrier and Sean Hannity, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who recently took Cialis so he could get rid of his elevator shoes. Good job! <laughs> it just makes him taller. I'm Tom Brokaw, and I won't want to die something. Something. Bruce will die on the tip of my tongue. Yes, anyway. sir. Tom Brokaw. Great to be on the show. A total honor, Tom. We miss you on NBC Nightly News. Right here. Look out. Mercy! Well, it's 155 and it's only the camera. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Well, how's this for a story? Uh, that a collector named Randy Gujaro bought some old photographs at a Fresno, California junk shop five years ago. One of the images was of a black and white country scene with a barn and some trees and people in, on a lawn. And it jumped out at him. He said, I picked it up. It's got a hole on top, kind of beat up. So I got those three photographs. He bought three of them for $2. Well, now he's gone to an expert who says, wait a minute. This image is from 1878. And it shows a group of people playing croquet outside of a farmhouse. Playing croquet in 1878. And the photograph will now be worth about $5 million. He paid $2 for $5 million because the people playing croquet in 1878 at the farmhouse are Billy the Kid and his gang called the Regulators. And it's it's one of only two known photos of Billy the Kid. The first one sold four years ago for $2.5 million. The first photograph ever discovered of Billy the Kid with the Regulators, period. No one ever had t- had a picture left of Billy the Kid and his gang called the Regulators. There's going to be a documentary tonight, or no, I, I think Sunday, on the National Geographic Channel, and they're calling it the Holy Grail of Photography, the rarest photograph in the world found in a Fresno junk shop for $2. Now it's estimated worth as $5 million. Billy the Kid and the Regulators playing croquet. 
What a picture. 157 is Order the Kimmer. Newsbreak Line sponsored by the Siding Doctor. A new song for you coming up next to a News Radio 1067. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. Well, this is Ronald Reagan, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. Kimmer will begin bombing in five minutes. Tune into The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. Don't be too hard on the Kimmer. He's the first in his family to be born without a tail. The Kimmer (laughs) Show on News Radio 1067. Jeez. Wow. (laughs) All right, look, how come it's not playing? There we go. Yes, Maria. Just met a girl named Maria. (laughs) Was on this day in 1990, Leonard Bernstein died in New York City of lung failure at the age of 72. (laughs) The cats. The cats. It's the cats and the jets. What's it? The jets and the sharks. Jets and the Sharks. Uh, anyway, and Maria, big songs. He did West Side Story, of course, also known for Broadway successes in On the Town, Wonderful Town, and Candide. Leonard Bernstein was 72 in 1990 when he passed away. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. In 1912, former President Teddy Roosevelt, he of the Carrying a Big Stick, was campaigning for the White House as the progressive bull moose candidate. He was giving a speech in Milwaukee when he was shot in the chest by a New York saloon keeper named John Schrank, and he kept speaking. He got shot in the chest giving a speech in Milwaukee and got shot by a saloon keeper, and he kept speaking. He didn't want to stop giving the speech, and he said it takes more than one bullet to kill a bull moose. (laughs) And now we got Putty Tad as president of the United States. Unbelievable. Anyway, in 1959, actor Errol Flynn died in Vancouver, British Columbia at the age of only 50. And it was, I believe it was Hedda, Hedda Hopper, or one of the, one of the uh, gossip columnists of the day, uh, who wrote an article about Errol Flynn was, was something of a ladies' man. And she wrote an article that said, if all the women Errol Flynn dated were laid end-to-end, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. So I was kind of a... <laughs> you know why he was in Vancouver? Why was he in Vancouver? Avoiding the IRS. He took his yacht up there to escape the IRS. Oh, is that right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he, was, uh, he was a hound. I mean, Ooh, he was... Really? He, oh, the ladies. Oh, God. And Aaron little girls. Too. Yeah, he was, uh, he was special. All right, 844-404-1067. 206, it's on to the Kimmer. Bernie Sanders uh, made a big hit last night. He was, in fact, he, he's a damn socialist from Vermont. But everybody I talked to this morning agreed that he was the one who really sounded like he had exactly the platform he wanted to put out to the public. He had exactly what he believed in, was very clear. And no wonder he's given Hillary Rodham Rodham fits. Uh, and, but he's also something of a singer. I don't think people realize this. Bernie Sanders, a special Kimmer song on News Radio 1067. The socialist, the singer. Well, my name is Bernie Sanders, and I hate the USA. <laughs> Everything you own, I will take it all away. Sing it, Bernie. And if I get elected, you can kiss freedom goodbye. Karl Marx is my hero, and Castro is my guy, cause I'm a socialist. Yeah, socialist. I'll bring it down and down and down and down and down. Well, I'm way out on the left, just like Hillary. 
but she will not admit that she's a fellow commie just like me. My name is Bernie Sanders, if you make me president, I'll take away your IRA, won't leave you with a cent. But if you are a layabout, you don't have a thing to fear. Sit at home, do nothing, and get 50 grand a year. Cause I'm a socialist. <laughs> Bernie! Yeah, I'm a socialist. I'll bring us down and down and down and down and down. Cause I'm <laughs> a socialist. Bernie said. If you're a capitalist, you're going down and down and down and down and down. Sing it for us, Bernie. 208 here on News Radio 1067. News Megaline's coming up. In case you missed them earlier, we got them all for you here on the Old Kimmer program. And by the way, we were talking about gun control quite a bit last night. This is an example of um, maybe gun control got a little bit on the reckless side. A woman in Michigan named Tatiana Duva Rodriguez from Michigan uh, was <laughs> trying to stop some shoplifters at the local Home Depot store. Uh, they apparently took $1,000 in merchandise and a shopping cart, power tools, a welder, a nail gun, rolled it past the cash registers, out the door, and then sprinted through the parking lot to get away in their waiting uh, SUV where the goods were loaded on. And one of the clerks at Home Depot was yelling, Stop! 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 Somebody stop him! So this lady pulled out her gun and started shooting at the car. <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, that's not probably a very smart thing to do. Uh, since she really couldn't prove that her life was in danger, and she was just trying to stop some shoplifters at Home Depot. And, and the cop said, you know, trying to shoot the tires out of a moving vehicle in a parking lot is really not the uh, best use of your time there. So she's now been charged with uh, reckless endangerment and all sorts of bad things. She does have a license to carry a weapon. And frankly, I don't, you know, what, now what would you do if you had a gun and somebody was stealing your car, for example? If you if your alarm went off in the middle of the night and you see somebody in your car driving away in your car, and you had a gun, I mean, <laughs> I tell you, this is why you should always carry a throwdown. Not that I'm advising that. Oh, a burner. A burner. Oh. A, a, <laughs> an extra weapon that doesn't have your fingerprints on it that you could put on the guy who in the car. Hey, you're pointing a gun at me, officer. Oh, no charge. <laughs> now, I'm not suggesting we break the law in any way here. All I'm saying is I'm sick and tired of bad guys getting away with it because they can run faster. You know, if, if, they, if, they, if their car's faster, they run away faster and get away with it, and they have to get away with it, then you could stop them with a gun and you can't. That doesn't seem fair to me. I don't know. And, uh, and we have a gun story in the news about that gun story. You heard about this in Milwaukee. Two cops were shot in the face by a scumbag 18-year-old named Julius Burton who was riding his bike on the sidewalk in Milwaukee. The two cops told him to stop. They pulled him over. They uh, struggle ensued. He pulled out a gun. The 18-year-old pulled out a gun and shot both cops in the face. One lost an eye and part of his brain. The other one was shot in the mouth and still has bullet fragments in his cheek. Well, the attorney for the cops sued the gun store that sold the weapon in the first place. But the reason they did it was because this guy, uh, this 18-year-old, was not old enough to buy a gun. So he went into the gun store with somebody else who filled out the paperwork, bought the gun, and gave it to the kid. And the store knew that it was a straw buy. It was a fake buy. And that's against the law. They knew it. They knew what they were. It wasn't that they didn't know any better. Uh, it's that they did know. They could prove they did know. And that's why the jury found in favor of the two cops for a total of $6 million. Now, 
the uh, the attorneys are saying, well, you know, the gun store was liable because they knew what they were doing. I think the gun store should have been charged with violating the gun laws, but the guy who's responsible for shooting the two cops is the 18-year-old kid. And he did get arrested, and I believe he was uh, sentenced uh, to a jail term. I don't have all of it down here, but anyway, uh, but they did catch him. But the, the gun shop now has to pay $6 million for a straw purchase, for a fake purchase, someone else to use the gun that somebody else bought. Uh, and it violated the law. Hold on, we got uh, we got a shooting at Home Depot update from Greg. But first, here's uh, it's two twelve, two twelve. My old friend Pat Summerall once told me you got to break <laughs> a few eggs when you're swinging a sledgehammer down at the bus station. <laughs> Pat Summerall <laughs> said that. The Kimmer now and news, weather and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. I like out. This is Bernie Sanders, <laughs> and this portion of our show is brought to you by yeah. socialism. Oh, socialism. You know, Kim is going to like it a whole lot better next week when he's unemployed. <laughs> and now here he is, your interim host, Give Kim Peterson. Hold on, I got Pete standing by, 219. Quick, let me get quickly to Greg, who's been hanging on on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Greg. How's it going? What's up, man? It's going pretty good, Kimmer. Uh, two things on the Home Depot shooting. Yeah, in Michigan. Yes, sir. Yeah, number one, it used to be just a neighborly thing to do to shoot the robbers when they were robbing your local general store or the bank. Yeah, exactly, helping out, absolutely. And as far as your car, when the thief goes to take your car, yeah. Well, in the old days, we used to hang horse thieves. That's right. So, it, what's the difference? I don't. There is no difference to me. You ought to be able to shoot to stop somebody from stealing your stuff. I agree. I love I agree. it. Greg, you are a great American, no question about it. Yes, it's true. 219. A couple of sports birthdays. Golf chick Hall of Famer Beth Daniel, known for cheating that time and got caught, 59. And the baseball manager Joe Girardi, 51 today. So happy manager. birthday. There you are. And now, sponsored by Dawsonville, Gun and Paw, and Holy Crap in Sports, and Pete Davis. Well, another Florida Gator's in trouble. Oh, I can't believe it. Two weeks too late. Uh, <laughs> police report. This is according to Mark Schlebaugh on Twitter. Police report that Gators DB DeAndre Porter allegedly held a gun to his pregnant girlfriend's head oh, for... and shot in her direction. Oh, my God. Maybe she was trying to steal his car. <laughs> she could have been a thief. Uh, he accused his pregnant girlfriend of having relations with a teammate. Oh, well, that well, state classy. Pregnant, uh, yeah. yeah, pregnant teammates. Uh, uh, the uh, Cubs boy. have only delayed their ultimate <laughs> crushing defeat by eliminating the Cardinals. <laughs> by the way, Cal Schwarber's monster Babe Ruthian shot over the scoreboard yeah. landed on top of it. They're going to leave it there. Is that right? They're going to leave ah, it there. Cool, I like it. Uh, by the way, the <laughs> cards remind me of the 90s Braves teams, better built for the long haul of a season than a short playoff series. Yeah, yeah. And an amazing stat, this is the first time the Cubs have ever clinched a postseason series in Wrigley Field. At home, yep. Ever. Ever. God. Is that amazing? What a suckwad franchise. Yeah. This play. Uh, the Cubbies <laughs> await the winner of the Mets-Dodgers series, which will finish tomorrow in L.A., but it's not all grins and giggles in Cubstown, according to French sports journal Le Young, uh, describing the sickening sight and stench of the carcasses that have become a constant presence around the clubhouse. Members of the Cubs admitted to reporters they have become increasingly unnerved by third baseman Chris Bryant's repeated attempts to break the team's so-called curse of the billy goat by slaughtering goats. <laughs> I know he thinks he's doing it for the team, but his fixation with finding and killing all these goats is starting to get out of control, says Anthony Rizzo, the first baseman. Adding that Bryant, who has killed an estimated 30 goats since the playoffs began, 
has disgusted teammates with rituals that include sprinkling powdered goat horn inside the batter's box and storing severed goat heads in the dugout's helmet rack. It's kind of scary how seriously he takes it, like the way he freaks out whenever somebody interrupts him while he's disemboweling a calf in the clubhouse. <laughs> he said he has to go and blow up a goat in his backyard to make sure we clinch the series. This man needs help. It's a true story. True story. On this date, 1973, Willie Mays of the Mets lost two fly balls in the sun in Oakland in Game 2 of the World Series. Oh, boy. But the Say Hey Kid gets the last laugh when his 12th inning RBI single plates the eventual game-winning run as New York beats the A's 10-7 in the longest fall classic game ever played. It was also Willie's last hit. The Athletics would go on to win the series, though. They're second of three in a row. Uh, yes. Ever get the idea the sports writers are a fat, lazy bunch regurgitating the team's talking points? Well, we know that. I... Well, this story won't change this. No. The Chronicle of San Francisco has placed reporter Rusty Simmons on suspension. Rusty is the beat writer for the Golden State Warriors yeah. and is accused of, well, laziness. Yeah. Seems he may have cut and pasted the Warriors press release and tried to pass it off as his column <laughs> five different times. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, that was a rough you know, things to do. Yeah, first I wrote, and then I wrote. And then I wrote. More names rumored to replace Steve Spurrier with the Gamecocks include former Buckeyes offensive coordinator and now Houston Cougars head coach Tom Herman, former Clemson assistant Chad Morris, who is now head dude at SMU, Hey, Steve Spurrier is available. Why don't they get that yeah, guy? Yeah, there you go. And guess who's going to be on ESPN's game day Saturday? Spurrier? Spurrier. Oh, oh boy, is this great. You can imagine the signs behind oh, the announcement. If you don't watch game day on ESPN on Saturdays, they have all the college. They go to a college and pick yeah. a school, and then they talk about them, and they have who's going to win and so forth. And the kids behind, the college kids all have signs, and some of them are really crude and gross and disgusting and I mean, funny as hell. You'll see stuff there that will make you laugh out loud. I can't wait to see what the new Dispurrier is. Even sports stars watching the debate last night when Donald Trump tweeted a question asking people who they thought were winning the debate, serial tweeter Kurt Schilling responded with one word, ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> and what about that Lincoln Chafee? Isn't he something? Isn't he something else? The perfect caricature of the milk toast inbred patrician daddy. <laughs> My dad had just died. Yeah, three times. Mommy. What a dandy. What a Nancy boy. He actually used the My Daddy Just Died card. Looked like he was wetting his trousers every time Anderson Dreamboat Cooper looked at him. Greg Gutfield of Fox tweeted that the voices in Chafee's head say, hey, it's going great. Keep going. (laughs) They also told him to keep playing. The heavy stuff isn't coming down for quite a while. while. Jim Webb made Admiral Stockdale look like Charles Nelson Riley. And the best drinking game on Twitter was for every time Bernie Sanders offered something for free, you had to drink another person's beer. <laughs> Somebody else's beer. <laughs> that they had paid for. They'll pay for it, sure. And nothing personifies the party of diversity more than five white people. The average age was 65 on the stage pandering to people who don't look anything like them. <laughs> I love it. Pete, well done, sir. 224. It's about of a newsmaker line. Good afternoon. All your money I will take from you. This is Bernie Sanders calling, Kim, and thanks for playing my song. Yeah, no, we appreciate the uh, the musical interlude. Bernie, how's it going, sir? Well, did you? How did you watch the Democrat debate with me last yeah, night? Yeah, you were big. You were you were a hit, oh, man. I don't want to brag or anything, Kim, but I was frankly pretty happy with the way I handled myself. You handle yourself? Uh, thank God I was behind a podium. <laughs> well, no, sir. Oh. That's a little socialist humor there for you. <laughs> That's right, comrade. I was... <laughs> Oh, thanks for calling me about my actual title. You know, I couldn't believe how well I got along with Hillary Clinton. I thought it would be contentious and all, but after the debate, Hillary and Bill said, Bernie, why don't you 
meet us at Fort Marcy Park for a little picnic tomorrow night, you know? <laughs> yeah, night. <laughs> Strange thing is, Hillary asked me if I was left or right-handed. What do you think that's all about? <laughs> yeah, you fooled her once, you know. <laughs> First of all, I, Bernie Sanders, want to thank CNN, you know, for moving up the debate a little bit earlier. Yeah, a little earlier. Oh, that way I could still make the early bird special over at the Golden Corral and get the senior citizen's <laughs> discount. <laughs> I wanted to get there before Wanda from V103 ate all the potato skins. <laughs> <laughs> she got sour cream on the freaking ceiling fan. I that's something else. A big high stack, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, Wanda from B103 is a pretty big girl, Kim. She's a big girl, yeah. Yeah, her favorite designer is Gloria Peterbilt. <laughs> well, now wait a minute. <laughs> Calvin Swine is a big Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Ralph Cramden, you know, all of those guys. <laughs> you know, I, Bernie Sanders, I'm probably yes. the oldest guy up there. I'm no spring chicken. No spring chicken. So I want to be in tip-top shape for this campaign. I know it's going to be brutal. Yeah. So the other day I went in for a colonoscopy, Kimmer. Unfortunately, uh-huh. they found something. Oh, they did? They found, what they found? It wasn't a polyp or a tumor. It was the editorial board of the AJC. No. All of them were. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Bookman's head was right there in the... Got to make room. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Bookman. <laughs> you know, I was working hard preparing for the debate and yeah. these yeah. <laughs> award-winning jokes I'm telling you about. <laughs> Well, we have even more coming up, too, here with the Kimber on News Radio 1067. 227, look out, mercy. This is Eric Erickson from WSB, <laughs> and this portion of our show is brought to you by Kirk Mellish. No. My exclusive forecast, we could take a real pounding tonight in Midtown, and skies should remain clear for the rest of the week. Thank you, Kirk, and now here's your host, the Kimber. Thank you so much. Now, you know this song, right? Good golly, Miss Molly. It's 234 on News Radio 1067, and it's only the Kimmer. Well, in 1971, on this day, John Fogarty got sued. He was accused of plagiarizing Little Richard's Good Golly, Miss Molly and using it for Creedence Clearwater Revival's traveling band. was sued for plagiarizing Good Golly Miss Molly for traveling band, and the suit was later dropped. But how in the world... I mean, they have similar beats, but they're, you know, there's only so many notes. You know, I mean, you only have, what do you got, eight notes or something, you know? Seven or nine, I don't know what the hell it is. Ah, right, there you go, out of the guy. What else we got here? Oh, that's a horrible song. I just hate everything you've ever done. Oh, you like that song? All right, well, we'll play it some more. <laughs> I'll just keep it in the background while I continue. Uh, it was on this day in 1947, Air Force test pilot Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier uh, with the experimental Bell XS-1, later called the X-1 rocket plane, over Murak Dry Lake in California. You saw that as part of the uh, 
few good men, or not few good men, uh, all the right, all stuff. the right stuff, yeah. Yeah. Right <laughs> all the right men, right <laughs> stuff your men with all the right stuff. I say, <laughs> special. Well, I should a little gay for myself. <laughs> anyway, Chuck, yeah, and if you have a chance, read. Oh, if you have a chance, read his book. He's got a, his book was great. Movie and book. Yeah, just uh, Chuck Yeager was really he was a man. All right, I like. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. There's a special live late edition of the old newsmaker line. Let's use on the live newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Hey, <laughs> it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston. Well, no, it's, you're close. Sir. I haven't been following the news. Yes. When did Lamar Odom check himself into the Emory Sleep Clinic? <laughs> no, sir, he's in a coma. Well, I heard they can't wake him up, so I just assumed that he was <laughs> no, over there. That was an unfortunate event of another patient, sir. He was actually in Vegas and... And oh, in Vegas, well, yeah. things don't look good for Lamar Odom, Mr. No, Heston. They don't look good, sir. Well, they determined he slipped into a coma when they learned that Lamar just changed his voter registration to Democrat. So, <laughs> you don't have to do anything now. I understand Playboy will no longer feature nude women. Nude women in Playboy. Yeah. As opposed to the Al Jazeera Constitution where all the boobs and asses are on the editorial board. <laughs> Can I say that? I think you did. I, oh. Once probably. Well, Urban Outfitters is asking their employees to work for free on weekends. Weekend free. Whole Foods is asking their employees to work for pay on weekdays. <laughs> Just show up. Be fine. <laughs> Please. <laughs> hey, did you see where Budweiser is purchasing Miller Brewing? Miller Brewing, yeah. Bud. It's being called the biggest alcohol merger since Councilwoman Cleta Winslow caught a ride home with Amanda Davis. <laughs> <laughs> you better drive, Cleta. You're too drunk to sing. <laughs> nice hat. <laughs> You know what she said when she got out of rehab, right? No, I don't, sir. Who the hell gave me this haircut? <laughs> <laughs> looks like Marge Simpson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a visitor from the East. The, East. the amazing Charnak, the Magnificent. Charnak, the Magnificent. The answer is a Cub playoff victory and a Kimmer Show sales pitch. A Cub playoff victory and a Kimmer Show sales pitch. Name two things that happen once in a lifetime. <laughs> Thank you. The answer is loyal to a fault. Loyal to a fault. What could you never accuse the staff of the Rock 100 Morning Show of? Oh, well, now see, it's changing personnel and <laughs> comes and goes. The answer is carpet liquidation. Carpet liquidation. What do they call a photo purge at Playboy magazine? <laughs> 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 I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the final envelope. Final last one. Thank you, guys. Oh. May your attending ER physician be Dr. Conrad Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> hey, Tito. <laughs> I may never wake up. <laughs> the answer is Killer Creek. Killer Creek. What is Michael Jordan's least favorite <laughs> restaurant? <laughs>
Hey, how's the old man, Michael? Hey, Dad, you want to have a couple of shots before dinner? Yo! Oh, man! Wow! Yeah, thank you. Scotch with a splash of water, please. Oh, man. Start with a splash of water. How about a Bloody Mary? Oh, God! Hey! Hi, all. End it now. <laughs> Death, where's thy sting? Look out. Oh, mercy. Well, it's only me. Hands up, hands up. That's right, baby. 240. Uh, News Radio 1067. Holy smokes. Look out. It's only the kiver. In New York, Jennifer Connell had a little dispute with the member of her family, so she went to court and sued. She sued for $127,000 after she suffered a broken wrist greeting her eight-year-old nephew when he jumped into her arms and said, Auntie Jennifer, Auntie Jennifer, and he jumped into her arms to give her a hug so fiercely that he broke her wrist. She sued for pain and suffering her own nephew, who was eight at the time. Four years pass, they finally go to court. Six-member jury found the boy was not liable, and in her lawsuit, Miss Connell claimed that she was hurt so badly that when she goes to dinner parties, she can no longer hold up the plate of hors d'oeuvres. That's how badly her wrist was damaged, that she couldn't hold the hors d'oeuvre tray at a dinner party. <laughs> uh, the jury took uh, like 30, 40 minutes, said, no, nah, I don't think so. You're not going to. She sued her own nephew for $127,000, and the jury said, no, nah, that's, that's not going to work. 242. <laughs> And now your Heaven Express Lube traffic's interrupted with Greg Talmadge. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Here we go. Stand by. This is Boris. Hello, Boris. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, yes. is brought to you by the Cox Broadcasting Haunted House. Oh? Instead of screeches and screams, they just play a continuous loop tape of Belinda Skelton. <laughs> Isn't that frightening? <laughs> and now, here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you so much. I'll tell you what's frightening. We just uh, Pete just told me that uh, there's going to be a Christmas special with George Clooney and Miley Cyrus. With Bill Murray hosting it and Sofia Coppola, Coppola directing it for Netflix. Hold, and by the way, did, were you telling me that that uh, Miley Cyrus is going to be doing a nude concert? Her and the Flaming Lips. Miley Cyrus and the Flaming Lips are going to do a concert in the nude. And those boys are all in their 40s. And let me tell you something. Miley Cyrus is not attractive. Miley Cyrus, she's bow-legged. She has no butt. She has a horrible face. She's not attractive. She's a girl and that's it. I, who would pay money to see her rocking, singing? In, oh, God. Anyway. Uh, here we go. Drew Lachey singing here at 98 Degrees. Drew Lachey on this day in 2000 married Leah Delacave in Cincinnati. So happy wedding anniversary to you. Uh, 251. How about a newsmaker line? See who's on there. Good afternoon. Hey, 
Holy cow! Hey, Cubs won. Hey, Harry, how you doing? Oh, I'm pretty happy for the Cubs, but, you know, I feel bad for St. Louis Cardinals fans. <laughs> you do, sir? <laughs> I mean, right now, the Cardinal fans must feel as empty-handed as your average Playboy subscriber. <laughs> I mean, I understand from now on, Playboy isn't even going to show pictures of Bush Stadium. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you know, I used to work for the Cardinals until, uh, well, well, they well, caught you with it this way. Augie like... Bush's parent learned to say quick under the closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was something going with Augie's wife. Yeah, right. I caught the siding doctor a thing or two, if you yeah, know what I mean. Barely right? so. You sort did. of like Madonna's cockatoo, you know. It's, <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> I had a good feeling about the Cubs, Kimmer. You had a good feeling, sir? Well, you had George Michael and Pee Wee Herman pulling for him, you know? Jimmy <laughs> Swaggart was right there with him. <laughs> yes, he <was. laughs> Hey, you know, I got a joke for you. A joke with Harry Carey. Hey, what was this Joe on the sky? No, no, no. Hi, oh, nope, no, so, no, we can't do this. Do you right. know what the Dodgers, the Mets, and Mrs. Drew Peterson have in common? What they have in common, I don't oh, know. Oh, they're all tied up. Holy cow. It's all tied. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Frankly, I'm hoping the Dodgers lose that series tonight. What, really? Be- well, the regular season, the Cubs have owned the Mets yeah. the way that contractors own the Hartsfield Airport Authority. <laughs> the way the Communist Party owns the faculty at Emory University, <laughs> who produces more little bastards than Jesse Jackson. <laughs> Emeroids. <laughs> the Mets have owned the uh, Cubs have owned the Mets the way the Roaches own the Landmark Diner's kitchen. I finally <laughs> spit that one out. Hey, did you see where my old boss Budweiser yeah, is going to merge with Miller Beer? Miller Beer merging. Yeah. yeah, that allows them to surpass the front seat of Amanda Davis's car as the world's largest brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Carey celebrating the Cubs win. Cubs win 253. By the way, don't forget, you can go to our podcast and get the whole Kimmer show uh, instead of some abbreviated stuff we play back in case you miss with the Newsmaker Lines. Uh, and it's sponsored by Showcase Photo Video. And another Newsmaker Line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, oh. Mr. Kimmer. the Pope calling. Fantastic holiness. All our prayers here in Nevada come here being answered today because... Everyone was so happy to see John Boy fully recovered yes. and back to work. Recovered and back to work. As opposed to the day that Mr. Kimmer returned from a near-fatal heart attack and <laughs> management was heard to mother, well, you can't win them all. You know? <laughs> Damn it, he made it. <laughs> Son of a something that the Pope cannot say. No, the Pope could not use that sort of lingo. Well, you know, the Pope, as you know, is a yeah. very, very busy man. Busy, I've, busy man. Sir. You know, I've decided to visit Turkey. Oh, really? Yeah, no, now that the crowds have died down. Oh, man. Very tough over there, Mr. Kimmer. That's a tough, tough out there. Well, it's kind of like East Point where, you know, it's tough over there in East Point. Yeah, East Point. Where the middle school newspaper has an obituary column. (laughs) Very tough, I tell you. Tough neighborhood. You know, the Pope has been working on some new impersonations. A new impersonation. Yeah, I've got a new one. This is uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman of the Pope. This portion of our show is brought to you by (laughs) Shawshank Prison, the official second home of the DeKalb County Commission. (laughs) 
How was that? It sounded like he was right here in the room, sir. Like I told Vernon Jones, some birds weren't meant to be caged. Their suits from Value City are just too bright. <laughs> where do you go? You call that purple? What do you call it? Yeah, where did he get those matching purple shoes from Johnny Cochran's garage sale? <laughs> Hey, Mr. Kimmer, yes, you know sir. what they used to call the waiting room at the Johnny Cochran the law office? The waiting room there? I don't know, sir. Murderer's Row. Oh, no! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a visitor no, from excellent. the East. Popenac the Magnificante. Popenac the Magnificante, sir. The answer to the question is, yes. that's what friends are for. That's what the friends are for. What's a song you'll never hear on the Rock 100 morning show? <laughs> Backstabber by the OJs might be more appropriate. <laughs> they smile in your face all the time. They want your parking space. They change the words. It's Popnack, the Magnificante, and it's only the Kimmer. Friday, we have the glorious Leslie Dove, and a week from Friday, uh, my number one daughter, Jennifer, is coming into town and wants to be on the radio, so uh, you can let her rip and find out what kind of an old man I really am. All right, 257 coming. It's the news, people. Respectability time, and it's only the Kimber saying, look out, I got to go. You're killing me. Semper five. Hoorah. Herp. Hey, guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.